Welcome to Revealing Jesus. Are you hungry to learn more about our beautiful Savior Jesus? I am your host, Christina Pereira, lover of Jesus, apostolic leader, licensed and ordained minister, author, podcaster, and kingdom party planner. Did you know that the Bible declares that grace and peace are multiplied to us in the knowledge of Jesus? And that simply means the more we learn about our beautiful Savior, the more we will experience all He died to give us. Join me for all things the King and His Kingdom, including revelatory teaching, interviews with Bible ministers, media leaders, authors, and more. Come discover the beauty of God displayed all across the body of Christ. Together, we are revealing more of Jesus to a hurting world today. When God speaks to you in a dream, it's supernatural. God's supernatural. His word is supernatural. Even if the dream is a headline dream, there is a living word, a living instruction inside of it. But before we get started, I want to give a quick shout out to our Christina Prayer Ministry sponsors who help support the mission to unite the body of Christ and fulfill the Great Commission with love. A big shout out to Gopher Ministries, who provides all of our equipment for our gospel events. Davis Financial Services, who does all of our financial accounting. Harvest Family Network, through which I am licensed and ordained. And Life Changing Productions, who helps put together evangelistic events to reach our city for Jesus. If you or your organization are interested in becoming a CPM sponsor, you can find out more information on our website at ChristinaPereira.org. Do you have a loved one's special occasion coming up and don't know what to get them? Well, now you can sponsor an episode of Revealing Jesus in their name. And you can give them a special dedication message read on air. It makes a great gift. To find out more information, just go to ChristinaPereira.org slash podcast. Hey everybody, thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I'm so excited to have you with me here today. I hope and I pray that you are doing well right where you are and enjoying the continuously flowing favor pouring from our beautiful Savior and Father in Heaven. I've got a great show for you today. I have an amazing leader in the body of Christ with me today. She is a best selling author, a minister, a prophetic speaker, and she is passionate about equipping believers in the supernatural. She is the author of the new book, Awaken the Dreamscape, the building blocks for understanding the supernatural power of your dreams. I have with me here today, Jennifer Evas. Jennifer, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, I'm so glad to be back. Thanks for inviting me. Of course. It's my pleasure. Well, it's always an honor to connect with fellow uh, ministers across the body of Christ. And I love the beauty that God has in each and every one of us. So I love it. Thank you. Man, I'm excited for today. I think it's going to be a really hot broadcast. And I'm glad we're covering this topic. Me too. Me too. You know, the Lord has been using my dreams so powerfully over the last year, but I know that God wants to awaken that dreamscape for so many. And so you've written this book. And for those of you out there, Jennifer has been on the podcast before and she has shared her testimony. So I'm just going to ask her real quick, just a recap of how she met our beautiful Savior Jesus. And then we're going to dive into her book. 
Sure. Well, I, you know, wasn't planning on becoming a Christian. That just wasn't my thing. What I knew about my testimony at the time of receiving Jesus, I, I knew that I had grown up as a Mormon. I knew that I was in a desperate situation that I couldn't solve and I didn't know what to do. And so desperation uh, caused me to look at going to a Christian church. I think it was the only like second Christian church I've ever attended. Probably not the kind that I would actually attend, you know, even as a Christian, but it worked at that time. So I went there and it was one of those small Pentecostal churches, uh, very strict Pentecostal churches. And while I sat there, the pastor, he got on a guitar and he started to sing and the presence of God came upon me. And mm. I knew it was Jesus. I could identify that it was Jesus. I began to cry and the presence of one of their parishioners sat down next to me, noticed what was happening, invited me to give my life to Jesus, say the sinner's prayer. I went ahead and flowed with it. It was genuine. It was from my heart. And then she took an extra step and she said, would you like to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit? I didn't know what that was, but it sounded right at the time. And so I started to speak in my prayer language, my heavenly language right there. And so it was genuine. I gave my life to Christ right there, got baptized in the Holy Spirit. I have not looked back and I've been serving the Lord ever since. Amen. I love that so much. I love that she went all the way through right to the baptism mm -hmm. of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Yeah. You were blessed right there. <laughs> I was. I was. So good. So good. Thank you so much for sharing that. I appreciate it. And I love hearing the testimonies of all of these incredible leaders laying their lives down to Jesus for Jesus. And it's beautiful to me. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. So tell me, why did you really write Awaken the Dreamscape? I wrote this book. I mean, it's kind of like in the journey of things that the Holy Spirit's been waking up in my life, and I get the privilege and the honor of putting them in books and writing it all out. And I discovered uh, a very powerful dream and visions realm over in Australia. That's really where it was birthed. And I began to notice that there was a, a greater reality for it. Every time I went to that nation and the different places that I went into that nation, and it, it really is embedded in their history. There's some cultures that dreams and visions are really embedded into their cultures, even though they don't know Jesus yet. And that uh, happened to be the history of this, you know, of that nation. I would liken it to something I read about in Daniel, in the book of Daniel. Daniel was talking about how he could watch in the visions. He can look and see. And it seemed like with Daniel, the realm of visions and dreams was just kind of right in front of him. He would lay down to go to sleep at night and he would start having visions inside of his dreams. And so, you know, I don't want to put it on the same level, but I would say in general, that was what I was experiencing when I was in Australia, where visions of dreams, they were right there. Dreams were just off the charts. Encounters in the realm of visions was off the charts. And that was pretty consistent. And then I began to notice talking to people that it's something that happens to them over in that nation, but it's just kind of like nonchalant about it, not really taught about it, not really considering or understanding what they have over there. And so it's just been a journey for me just to break it all open. There's been a lot of warfare around it, an incredible amount of warfare around it, but the reward has been worth it. Now we have a book uh, talking about all of the different aspects of it. 
Mm, I love that so much. And, you know, it's so interesting how these cultural differences in dreams, I know here in the West, in the United States, there's not necessarily so much of an emphasis that's placed on it, but it is very biblical for God to use our dreams, just like Daniel. And I hear so many people say when you pray for your sleep to pray that verse that says God gives his beloved sweet sleep. But if you read it in the Hebrew, it says God gives even to his beloved in his sleep. And so you're so biblically accurate for, you know, trying to bring this to the body of Christ, especially in the West, because I knew that God wants to use absolutely every single part to communicate to us. So can you share with our listeners a little bit about how God uses our dreams to speak to us? Well, you know, in the most simplistic form, he speaks to us in dreams at night using a symbolic language. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Uh, God's ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And so he doesn't speak as plainly as we would like him to speak. We would actually have to discover it. We have to actually, you know, dig into our dreams, dig into the symbolism and begin to crack open the meaning of those little headline dreams that we have at night. Some of you dream in novels, some of you dream in headlines. It's all valid. I'm a headline dreamer completely. And I've had volumes of information come out of those little headline dreams. And so there's those kind of dreams. And then there's the dreams that have more of a supernatural element to it. And we're talking dreams that are going to create something in our waking day, dreams where we encounter angels, dreams where we might even encounter demons at times, which, you know, we need to know how to address that. And there's a real creative element inside of the dream realm. I describe it as a realm. You know, it's almost like another reality that's happening to you while you're asleep at night. And what I've discovered is in the most simplistic explanation is that the Lord wants to get stuff across to us during the day and we are too busy. We're too distracted. We're not listening. We're not engaged at night. We are unable to resist what God is doing. We're unable to put up the logic, put up the rationale, the reasoning. And so he can put a lot of things into us at night that he wouldn't be able to get across to us during the day. And so it's a huge thing to start, you know, studying and taking on and inviting God to speak into that realm. It's a very, very big deal. We don't want to dismiss it. And we actually want to engage this more than we ever have before. Mm -hmm. That's so good. You know, if someone is just hearing this for the first time and they're saying, yes, God, please use my dreams. But we're talking about interpreting it in a language. How can they go about learning to interpret this, what God is saying to them? Well, you have to believe, number one, that you're having dreams more often than not from the Lord. We just think it's a bunch of pictures. It's a bunch of scenes. I don't understand it. And my mistake in the beginning of, you know, really like starting to have that conversation with myself and with the Lord about dreams. My mistake was that if I didn't understand the dream, wasn't plain to me, I thought it was invalid and I would throw it out, not realizing it was an invitation for dialogue. So the first thing you want to do is you want to consider every single dream as valid in some way and you want to write it down. That takes some practice. That takes a habit. I'm in the habit now. I put it in a notes section in my phone. I woke up you know, and found dreams written down in my phone that I must have done that in the middle of the night, just out of habit. I need some of that. 
<laughs> yeah. And, and I'm really glad that I wrote them down. Other times I'm like so tired. And I'm thinking the dream is just really dumb, but I write it down anyway. And then I discover later that yeah. it's not dumb. Yeah. But then there is a structure. Dreams have a structure to them. There is a simplistic way that, you know, I talk about this in the book, a very simple way to start interpreting your dreams. It seems really simplistic, but it does put things on paper. One, two, three, four. Who is the dream about? What area of your life is about? What are the top three or four things, you know, in the dream? And what are those three or four things? What do they mean? Do some research. Start with your Bibles first. What do they mean? And you start to get this picture about what this dream is really about. And you start to go, oh my God, this is actually a dream. God is actually pointing the way in regards to something in my life. And you begin to discover that God's been speaking to you a lot more at night than you realize. And he does it in dreams. Dreams that have a creative element to it. I said that before, but he wants to get something started in your life and he will use that dream realm to do it. Yeah, I love that so much. You know, the more that I walk with the Lord and I've been walking with him for 30 plus years, the more I realize everything is an invitation to a conversation. Whether it's our dreams, whether it's a word he's highlighting, whether it's a word someone else is giving us, there's always something more that he's longing to say. And I'm so thankful for that. He's a God who loves to connect. And I love that so much. You mentioned something interesting in your book about how dreams intersect with prophecy. And you mentioned that you often dream in headlines. I've only had one headline dream. And I was sitting here thinking, shoot, I should have wrote that down because I don't remember what it said. Yeah, there's so often, you know, Acts chapter two, we read about the Holy Spirit coming upon the church. And there's some things that flow out of that. Peter, he quotes Joel chapter two and says, this is what's going to happen. Okay, what's going to happen is your, your sons and daughters are going to prophesy. Your young men are going to have visions. Your old men are going to have dreams. And then we see a big, massive salvation meeting happen. People giving their life to Jesus. So we kind of see this pattern. Okay, we see God's voice and then we see salvation. And so we need to stick to those patterns. And so what God is doing with the prophecy and the visions and the dreams, just like he prophesies to people in the day, he prophesies to people in the night. He tells them things to come, and it could be something really big. I've had warning dreams where the Lord has spoken to me about certain nations, and he said, you know, and he's shown me disaster, and he showed me terrible things. Now, those aren't things I will ever, ever put on Facebook or put out in public, because why would I do Thank that? You. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm Thank saying? <laughs> it's like, why would I do that? I just want to go nuts sometimes when people start shouting these negative dreams about our nation. I'm like, you live here. You know, why would you do that? So I don't do that, but I will really pray into it because that's not what God wants to happen. A thief comes to still kill and destroy. God has come to give us life and life more abundantly, but he needs intercessors. He needs people who will pray. Jesus said, my kingdom come, my will be done on earth as it is in heaven, teaching his disciples to pray, inferring that if we don't pray it in, it doesn't happen. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. So he's going to give us information inside of our dreams, good stuff. He'll tell us some things to come that are good. He'll tell us some things to come. It's a warning. He'll let us know, hey, there's a potential for disaster, destruction, or loss. I'm telling you so you're not afraid. I'm telling you so you can pray. Psalm 91, pray through those. Lots of shield prayers, protection prayers, 
And, you know, so you can avert it. Isn't it just good of God? We don't want to take those things as the end of the story. Hezekiah got this really terrible word from a prophet. He's going to die. And he went to God and the prophet came right back to him and says, well, you're not going to die now. Okay. So, you know, a lot of times we take these things as the end of the story. And it's not right. the end of the story. It's basically a, a shove to, towards intercession. Let's get a new word on that. Are you longing for supernatural direction and insight from God to discover the plans He has for you? Do you want to overcome sleep disorders and night terrors? If then, I've got a great resource for you. Author and passionate prophetic minister Jennifer Ivaz's latest book, Awaken the Dreamscape, The Building Blocks to Understanding the Supernatural Power of Your Dreams is now available. Don't dismiss your dreams, instead awaken to God's voice in the night. With this book, you can finally understand your dreams discover prophetic revelation, and gain new victories in your life. Just for being a Revealing Jesus listener, you get 40% off and free shipping with promo code REVEALINGJESUS at familyownedbakerbookhouse.com. Be sure to pick up a copy of Awaken the Dreamscape today to connect more deeply with the one who never sleeps and receive supernatural revelation from Jesus. Link in show notes or visit bakerbookhouse.com. Yeah, that's so good. I'm so happy to hear you say that. You know, there's been times where I've seen visions and the the Lord has given me uh, warnings and he's told me to watch and pray. And it always makes me so nervous when I see people putting those things on Facebook and YouTube and things like that and prophesying destruction. I'm like, no, it's dumb. It is dumb. I mean, we know what the Bible says. We, We know we're heading towards chaos, but even so, you know, there's these sure promises that for his people, it's all about Jesus, preach the gospel Amen. and trust him. And, you know, we don't need to be the devil's mouthpiece on those things. So, no, thank you so much. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I loved the chapter in your book about uh, financial breakthrough. It was so interesting to me because I could feel the Lord's presence on that chapter so powerfully as I was reading it. And then as I continued to read, you actually said in there that the Lord's presence was so powerful on it. And I know there's so many people out there who are struggling financially. Can mm-hmm. we talk about God using our dreams for financial breakthrough and things like that? I think this is a powerful topic. I think it's uh, timely. It's actually one of my favorite yeah. chapters. And it, it still just fascinates me uh, because uh, God is Jehovah Jireh. Uh, in your waking day, also in your dreams at night. That's what we have to remember, that he might, you know, wake up a miracle for you during the day. He might start it in your night seasons. He's God. He can do what he wants. It just flows with his nature, though, that he is Jehovah Jireh. I do need to let people know that you do need to be aligned to the kingdom of God properly in your finances. Jesus very, very clearly said you can't serve God and mammon. You know, it's almost like there's no middle ground here. And so a lot of people, they don't want to follow what he says about tithing and giving and all of that. And then they don't have grounds for God's blessing. So I just want to assert that uh, really strongly. But aside from that, we still have things that happen. We have things that, you know, job loss, some sort of disaster hits your area and it's affecting you or there's a the health issue. And, and this thing begins to shout at us that you're not going to have enough. It's this voice. It starts to shout at you. And even if it's shouting on you, you have to stay consistent with the word of God. So just the foundation, you know, uh, thinking that we need to have that in place. 
However, what I've discovered with dreams, God's going to really begin to insert visions inside of dreams. And this is where we start to see these kind of miracles. Visions inside of dreams. Daniel talks about that there. You know, I was dreaming and there's visions in my head and he, he starts to talk about that. And so visions inside of dreams are the most powerful prophetic dream that you can have. Uh, super creative. Um, it's like you're in a whole nother world. It's like you're in a trance reality inside of a dream. And that's a very powerful prophetic moment. And so I've had situations where I've actually encountered demonic spirits, like more territorial type spirits. Ephesians 6 talks about that, that we will wrestle with those. Maybe not directly, but you are. But I'll have these encounters with various spirits. You know, I didn't ask for it. I wasn't looking for it. It just happened. And then by the time it's all over, I'll have some sort of weird cash payout, like right after. Wow. And like thousands of dollars. And I just thought that was just the most bizarre thing. I began to realize that, you know, money in the hands of God's church, it translates into souls. It yeah. translates into church buildings. Yeah. We need church buildings to function. It's a, it's a functionality mm-hmm. of the kingdom. It translates into just a whole bunch of uh, kingdom things and righteous things. You know what I'm saying? Feeding the poor, helping victims, you know, money in the hands of God's people is important. So we can see how Satan would fight fight you for it. Yeah. And he would try to tie it up. He would try to to bind it up somehow, some way, or get you off the word, get you out of, you know, giving to the church the way God prescribed. He, he loved to do that. He loved to do that. And so I discovered that there's some real serious demonic plots and agendas to tie these things up, but God is bigger. Mm-hmm. And he will come into that realm of dreams and visions. And it'll be, for me, it was always crazy. Dreams are crazy. But I'd have these cash payouts. It's just nuts. Absolutely nuts. What would happen? I'm so excited to hear you say that money in the hands of God's people equates to salvations. You know, it's interesting to me. Right now, I truly believe there's a great transfer of wealth getting ready to happen. And it's to build the kingdom. Yes, we are blessed in the process, but it is to build the kingdom because God doesn't want his prophets and his apostles and people being muzzled, being starved in the process of trying to build his kingdom. And it's so interesting to me. I feel like I really need to share this dream I had the other night. And it is about this very thing. I truly believe we are getting ready to see the rapture. We are getting ready to start that end time process. And it is vital. It is vital that we preach the gospel. It is vital that we show the unbelievers who Jesus is before it's too late. So in this dream, my family and I were standing in our master bedroom, and my husband was looking out the window, and he said, honey, there's men and women standing in the clouds. And I went over to the window, and I looked, and sure enough, and instantly I knew it was the rapture. And I remembered that scripture, that the dead in Christ will rise first, and then we who are alive who remain will be caught up together with the Lord. And I opened the window and I stood there just shaking and crying. And I wanted to say something so bad, but as badly as I want to be with Jesus, I know that the moment that this church is raptured out of here, the light is gone. Yeah. And we have this opportunity right now to share who Jesus is, because it is not a game. 
People's eternal destinations are on the line. It is not a game. We don't have time to play church anymore. Mm -hmm. And I I just stood there shaking and crying because as badly as I want to see my bridegroom came face to face, I know that the moment we are snatched out, so many people are at stake. Uh And his heart is that not one should perish. And so, God, we need people to give. We need people to sow into the kingdom, to sow into the gospel, to sow into what God is doing. It is not a game. And so I just want to encourage you out there. Time is short and each and every one of you can make a difference. And I just believe that we can give Jesus this gift of every soul he desires. Amen. Amen. See his face. Yeah, one of, one of the prophetic words the Lord gave to me in connection with this book while I was writing this book was that he was going to begin to show people in dreams, his people in dreams, the names and locations of those who don't know him. Basically, to tell you, go find them. Here's where they're at and go share the gospel with them. And I thought it was such an interesting prophetic word you know, for him to say. And we see precedent in the Bible that's really not a totally new concept, um, but that there's going to be a ramping up. I'm still waiting to see more of this. I noticed some of my groups, people are getting very clear names in the night. They're just not quite sure where to direct it right now, but it's getting closer. That's awesome. Well, I mean, I know you know you're the praying prophet, but that power of intercession, even if they just begin to pray for those yeah. people is just yeah. powerful because right. they can order their steps. He can lead them to this podcast or another show or another minister, or he can lead them wherever they need to be, you know? Right. He's right. The, the author and the finisher, the first and the last. He orders it all. And so good. Well, is there anything burning on your heart you'd like to say directly to our listeners today? Well, the whole thing about dreams, you know, is you are dreaming at night. You may not remember right now, or there might be some shutdowns, but this is an area where you can cultivate and wake this up for supernatural purposes. When God speaks to you in a dream, it's supernatural. God's supernatural. His word is supernatural. Even if the dream is a headline dream, there is a living word, a living instruction inside of it. So we don't want to dismiss that. And the book, We'll take you through that. It'll take you through basic interpretation. But then it starts talking about the supernatural power of dreams. We're talking healing in dreams, deliverance in dreams, financial deliverance in dreams, and on and on. You know, and it'll give you all sorts of examples, little nuggets about the realm of the spirit so that you have a good grasp of what's God, what's not God, but that we get this area, get it wakened up. Yeah, he call us to awaken our dreams at night and in the way that he designed it because there is so much he wants to do just in that realm alone. It's almost like a, a, an area of his voice got shut down in certain places and in, in, in the lives of certain people, and they're not getting his voice in that area. And so we need his voice in that area. It's part of the X2 description of the Holy Spirit being upon you. Amen. Well, I just, you know, the way I see it, I I don't want to miss any opportunity for God to speak to me. I mean, we all should be desperate and hungry for his wisdom direction. I mean, that's one of my chief prayers 
God, give me wisdom. God, give me discernment. God, give me insight. Just like Daniel. And I love that so much. Will you pray for our listeners today that they can begin to encounter that? Sure, sure. Heavenly Father, I pray for those who are tuning into this, who are listening and considering uh, what's happening to them at night or what's not happening to them at night. And I pray, first of all, uh, I pray that you would awaken their dreams at night. Anything that stands in the way, we take authority over it now. Anything designed to steal away, steal, kill, destroy a channel of communication that you designed for us to have. We push it out of the way right now in, in Jesus' name. I pray, Lord, not only that, but Lord, that they would have those visions within dreams. They would have names of people that don't know you yet, names in their locations, and be divinely instructed to go speak to them about you. That they would begin to know by word of knowledge that people are dreaming and interpret those dreams because, Lord, we need interpreters in the earth. And so I pray for all of those things to come forth in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for that. I know that's going to bless so many. And thank you so much for being here with me today. This was a pleasure. Amen. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I hope and I pray today's episode has blessed you. I will have links from today's podcast where you can connect with us and our special guest, Jennifer Evaz. And don't forget to pick up a copy of her new book, Awaken the Dreamscape. And just for being a Revealing Jesus listener, you get 40% off her book and free shipping at bakerbookhouse.com. Makes it much more affordable so we can get it into the hands of so many more. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless. Beloved, let me introduce you to my King. He is altogether lovely. No matter which way you turn Him, He is perfection personified. He is velvet and steel. He is meekness and majesty. He is glory and humility. He is kindness and strength. He is altogether lovely. And He is my King. And He can be yours as well. All day long, he holds his hand that you might take, that you might turn one step, one grasp, one yes, one breath away from the arms of your loving Savior. Beloved, if you hear him calling today, do not harden your heart. The Bible declares that not one of us is guaranteed another moment upon this earth. So pray this prayer with me today and run into the arms of the one who loves you, who knows you best. Father, I ask you to forgive me for all of my sin, for all of the places that I have fallen short, God, of your glorious standard. I ask you now to send your Son into my heart to be the forgiveness of my sin, to be my redemption, to be my righteousness, to be my holiness, to be my sanctification. I ask you to forgive me, to cleanse me, to fill me with your Spirit, your power, your glory, that I might bring glory to your name, Father. I thank you that I receive all of this by faith in the Son of God who loved me and who gave himself up for me. I thank you that I am now a child of God, fully forgiven, fully righteous, fully holy in your eyes. And I ask you to help me walk out this life in a way that pleases and honors you, Father. I thank you, Jesus, 
for all that you've done. I thank you for your love, for your kindness, for your great joy in saving me. And I thank you, Father, and I thank you, Holy Spirit. And I pray all of these things in your beautiful Son's name. Amen. If you've just prayed that prayer for the first time, I want to congratulate you. You are now a child of God, and all things are now yours. Keep listening to Revealing Jesus. Find a good Bible translation that makes sense to you. And keep hearing about our beautiful Savior Jesus. Please let us know. We want to continue to pray for you. And we want to send you a free PDF copy of our New Believer Workbook. Just go to ChristinaPereira.org slash welcome-home. Enter your email address and we will be happy to send this free gift and continue to pray for your journey. God bless. I sincerely hope and pray today's episode has blessed you. Now it's your turn to continue the conversation. We are all evangelists of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Like this episode, rate it, share it with a friend. If it's impacted your life, let them know that you want it to do the same and theirs. Help spread the word of the good news of Jesus. Subscribe to the mailing list and get episodes, articles, downloads, and more sent right to you. Link in show notes or just text Jesus to 1-833-815-7778. Again, that's Jesus, 1-833-815-7778. We would love to connect with you on social media. You can find us at Christina Prayer Ministries on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless.